Oh my god, you gotta know about this show. Uh Oh my god. You gotta know! Yep, she gets knocked out and knocked into the ocean. She then eventually wakes up in a cove. And oh my god, there's this really familiar guy there. He looks an awful lot like Joxer. Yeah, kinda weird, huh? And then, oh my god, she doesn't have legs. She has a mermaid tail. Mermaid episode. And oh my god, what do you mean we're married? What do you mean, kids? This episode, like, irreversibly changed me as a person. I can tell. Welcome back to You Got to Know. I'm Bo. I'm Rat. It has been a long time since we last recorded, and since then, we have built Xena and Joxer in D&D. We have, and we played them, and, oh my God. and Joxer f- died. Oh my god, that was actually hilarious, because, like, it was for a one-shot. First of all, uh, you were, oh, uh, what was it, Fighter... Fighter Warlock. Fighter Warlock. Uh, for Joxer. Had Eldritch Blast, all reliable. Oh yeah. And I was playing Xena as a ranger monk, which worked out so well because it I was really the only did. survivor. It really did. You were the one left standing after all. Oh that. my god! Evasion and missile catching comes in clutch. It really did. One hit point. I survived the two battles of that one shot with a singular hit point. As the last one stands. Oh, poor Jolin. Poor Jolin. <laughs> Rip to Jolin. Living up to his inspiration a little too much. Unfortunately, yes. Rip to Jolin. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Eventually in this show, we're gonna talk about how Joxer f***ing died. Joxer f***ing dies, which is lame oh because God. he's like my favorite character, honestly. We will get to I will die on that hill. Joxer's my favorite character. He's awesome. I love Joxer. You're gonna love Ted Raimi's character in Ash vs. Evil Dead. I probably will. So yeah, where we left off last season. Oh my god, everything happens so yeah. much. Xena and Gabrielle are crucified, and Caesar is murdered. Oh yeah. And we see them fly up into the sky. We should just like... Somebody should just, like, stab Caesar. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Somebody does. A lot of somebodies, actually. As this season opens up, we, of course, see the aftermath of last season. Crucifixion. Yeah. And, of course, there is the return of... I hate that I forgot the Amazon's name. The little baby Amazon that they were traveling with. I forgot her name, too. I don't think I ever actually really, like, committed her name to memory. I know it started with an A, but here's the thing that makes me sad, is that, like, eventually she does find an Amazonian tribe throughout this season to, like, stay with. Or I Mm -hmm. think that might... I just remember that eventually they leave her with one of the Amazonian tribes, and when they go back, she's dead. Yeah, she's (laughs) dead. They just kill her off screen with nothing. I'm gonna assume, like, Like, the actress couldn't come back or something, but, like... Yeah, rip to her, I guess. Yeah, so we see her with Eli and Joxer getting their bodies back. Then, of course, we see what's happening to their souls. And they're being taken away by angels. Yeah. Into heaven. Yeah. Um, which, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> they come, but they, like, come to in these gorgeous, like, wrapped dresses of, like, gauzy 
stuff. They look amazing. Mm-hmm. Straight off the runway. These dresses go hard. Yeah. And they look up and, oh my god, there's this <gasps> winged, like, formation <laughs> thing, entity that unwinds. And we see the angels come forth to take them to paradise. Yep. And then the demons come out of the ground. Oh my god. And guess who's there? Guess who's It's Galisto! I found out she was actually supposed to be Alti in this. Huh. Alti was supposed to have uh, Callisto's storyline of being in hell and being huh. tasked with the corruption of uh, Xena and Gabrielle by, I'm assuming, Satan? <laughs> There's so much. We're mash- we are mashing together so many religious systems oh in God. here. It's just, it's yeah. soup. It's religion soup. Who knows yeah. what's going like, on? The lore, the afterlife lore is like thoroughly broken at this point. And I, I'm just, it is you know absurdly, what? <laughs> it is like, there is no lore anymore. It's just whatever they feel like putting in that particular episode is the lore. There's so many afterlife. Forget about everything else that happened before. That's not relevant <laughs> so right now. Rules. It's heaven and hell. But also, they don't actually call it heaven, I don't think. They call it paradise. Yeah. But it is definitely hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely hell. (laughs) So when they're taken, something happens. Xena is able to make it up to paradise with the angels that take her, but Gabby... Gabby gets snatched. (laughs) Gabby gets knocked into hell and tempted into eating their fruit. And she turns into a demon. She turns into a demon. Meanwhile... Aren't you tired of being nice? (laughs) Don't you, you just want to go, go ape? <laughs> Gabby goes ape. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, Xena has to go through a rite of purification to become an archangel to work with. I believe it was Michael. I want to say Blondie was Michael. I think so. Yeah. Either way, he is like one of those actors that is familiar in a frustrating way because it's I like, see his face. Who are you, boy? Yeah. I see his face and I'm like, I've seen you in, like, a major thing. What the f*** was it? And then I'll look at him just like, okay, yeah, you're you're of the caliber I thought, but I still have no idea what I know you from. Here's the thing. It's like, trying to describe it now, I have thought of trying to describe this episode and I can't describe it in a way that does it justice because so much less happens in that episode than I remember when I was a kid. But it, so much more than I thought did, too. It looks like a lot is happening, mm-hmm. even when, like, nothing is happening. Yeah. It is, like, this super simple, easy thing, but with the mix of, like, three different storylines as we see. Yeah. Three different, yeah. very simple storylines. Yeah. But they're all going along, like, together. Because, yeah. like, even saying three different storylines is kind of oversimplification, because it's all one storyline. It's but more like three locations. Together. Yeah. We have what's happening in paradise. There are three different stages going yes. on. We have what's happening in, like, the intermediary before they go to paradise and become resurrected. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's hell, where everything's going on. And then there's everyone back on Earth as they're trying to take Xena and Gabby's bodies back to mm-hmm. Greece to bury Xena with her brother and to, Gary Ga- to bury Gabby with Xena. To Gary Babby. <laughs> this is probably Kalisto's best episode though oh yeah she is so unhinged because like she's the one who's tempting that Gabby she's the one tormenting Xena Mm -hmm. 
But when Xena passes her purification and becomes an archangel, they lay siege upon hell. Uh, Here's the thing. Xena is warned that she now has the empathy of an archangel. And you know what happens when she has the empathy of an archangel? She feels a pity and an empathy for Callisto that she hasn't had to that magnitude before. Oh my god. And as Callisto is screaming at her for how she has ruined her life... (laughs) She gives her her light and makes her the woman she would have been had Xena never killed her family. And she is allowed entrance into paradise to see her family again and be resurrected. A lot happens here. Gabby is also saved. And she had not fallen through the temptation enough to become fully demonic. She just went a little bit ape. Which means that she has to see what Xena gave up to save a woman who has ruined both of their lives. Mm -hmm. Who has killed people the two of them hold most dear. And she has to do this knowing that Xena went through everything up until this point because she could not leave Gabby to walk through hell alone. Which is also the line that she uses that she is now demonic and lays siege upon paradise. Yeah, Xena becomes a demon after this. Fully, completely, she looks amazing. You can see the budget increase in like the way that Lucy Lawless is done of. It's not just like the brow applique, it's not just the fangs and the wings and the everything. She's hooved. Those are her hooves, you bitch. She is hooved. Oh my god, the design is amazing. It really is. And she is, oh my god, Gabby is a stronger woman than I. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how hard I would have folded had demonic Zena told me? I know. I know your weaknesses, bro. You are not immune (sighs) to women who are demons. I am not immune to violent femmes. (laughs) (laughs) You are not immune to propaganda. There, Lucy Lawless sells the despair and the manipulation so well. She really does. I mean, she sells everything really yeah, well. She could she, probably uh, sell me a rock. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Like, here, buy this. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Lucy. Yeah. Here's Whatever you dollars. say. I'll do anything for you, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Back on Earth, Eli is having a crisis of faith. And in that crisis of faith... His entire arc has been a crisis of faith, honestly. Remember, he started as a Devi who turned out to be the Avatar, who then has a crisis of faith while helping Xena out and, like, being, like, blamed for their deaths because he pushed Gabrielle down the path of love. And because he was the one who led her down that path, he takes it personally after I need to Google her name, the Amazon girl, mm-hmm. is blaming him for this. Saying, if it wasn't for you... They this, wouldn't have yeah. been crucified. Which, like, honestly, I don't think she that's died exactly for how it's... Yeah. yeah, so many, so many things. Um, <laughs> A lot is going on here. As he's having this crisis and he leaves and, like, leaves Joxer and the Amazon girl to, like, figure out, like, okay, what do we do? There's Romans everywhere. If we keep taking their bodies, we're gonna get found. We're gonna get killed. We're probably going to anyways if we don't bury them here. So on and so forth. 
And he ends up in the climax of the battle between hell and paradise being visited by Callisto, who heard his prayers and came to him now as an angel and told him that love is the way and love is the path. And through her aid, in the climax of the battle, as Xena is dragging Gabrielle back down to hell with her, after Gabrielle also went through the purification and forgave Callisto for all she did and cannot remember that she did, yeah, resurrects them. Yeah, yeah, because Callisto can't remember what <sighs> she did she while she has, was alive. Because she truly is the woman she would have been had Xena not interfered. Who she was has, not the woman oh, who did all that stuff, yeah. so she just wasn't there? She does not remember. All she remembers is her family. But she also has a line. And here's the thing is, I don't remember if this was in this episode or if it's one of the other episodes because Angel Callisto comes back several times. She does. But she has a line that, like, hits me so hard every time. Because, like, I've talked about how I find, like, some of the Christian stuff in this weird. And a lot of it, oh, I think, is any, just... Anything related yeah. to any religion in the show yeah. is usually weird. Yeah, but I'm also coming up from the context of, I watched Touched by an Angel with my great-grandma growing up. Yeah. <laughs> you have context. Um, <laughs> I have religious trauma. <laughs> but, as they are talking, Callisto says this line that, like, will always get me, which is as she is discussing, like, herself, who she is, what she does remember from her life, because all she does remember is her family. And she mm -hmm. tells Gabby, Michael told me that I would know no love like the love of heaven. But that's not true, because I felt that love every day from my family. She felt that true love every day of her life, and we are now seeing the person she would have been had that never been snuffed out from her. And this context makes watching her storyline even more painful because you know that she is like this. She is at her worst because she had the truest love of her life. The people who have loved her so unconditionally as her family mm -hmm. torn from her mm -hmm. at such a quintessential age. Quintessential. Quintessential age <laughs> that she truly finds it more loving than heaven. Oh my god. <laughs> my yeah. They really... <laughs> they didn't pull any punches with Callisto. There is like... Season 5 is... The season where I realized, like, the true, like, love and respect this show has. Like, mm -hmm. here's the thing. I say that. That sounds so, like, counterproductive to, like, all of the, like, issues that we have discussed yeah. about it. Which, like, is 110% true. There are a lot of issues, but that doesn't detract but, from the fact yeah. that some of the things in the show were handled spectacularly yes. for the era. And just in general mm -hmm. for now in the context of, like, yeah. today. Because I have yet to see something that handles this kind of a topic in such a, like, nuanced and loving way mm -hmm. as, like, literally saying there is no love like the love you know on Earth. Like, there, mm -hmm. the love of heaven is never going to compare to the love of the people you know. Mm -hmm. And, like, see and that, that kind of messaging in a 90s a, TV show? Yeah, that's a... <laughs> That is a take that I have genuinely, like, never seen yes. anywhere else. It It is a gut punch, and it mm. makes the rest of the show even better. Because the thing is, when Xena and Gabrielle awaken, 
eventually she is called to visit a friend because she's just not feeling good. Things are not going well after she was resurrected. Mm -hmm. And they go to see her friend in a little, like, western town because, of course, there's going to be a western episode. And for context, I f***ing hate westerns. (sighs) I cannot express like how high my blood pressure gets when I have to be confronted by Western shit. <laughs> I hate You can't get away it. from it. Cause like here's the thing. My grandpa loved Westerns. <laughs> and I spent a lot of time with my grandpa growing up. That is like the one thing he was not able to imprint upon my personality. <laughs> <laughs> this also then leads to the fact that Alti's not done with her. Alti is still there. Because her spirit's been reawakened from this cycle that they banished her into by one of what the Amazon, uh, one of the Amazonian priestesses Mm -hmm. who took her skull to try and absorb her abilities. Which is an excellent thing to do to somebody who f***s with the spirits in a very, very blatantly evil way. But we do get Cigarette Mom back. Yes, Because Cigarette Mom is trying to possess Xena's baby because, shocker, she's pregnant. Even though she hasn't been f***ing. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I forgot to mention that when I went off on my Western rant, Mm -hmm. when they go to that little Western town, she discovers she's pregnant. Yeah. And there's like, (laughs) who's the dad? And she's like, I don't know. I haven't been f***ing. Yeah. Because they literally say she is a no-love zone. And I'm just going to say... Thank you to Lucy Lawless's children for this, because had her second child not been born, we wouldn't have gotten my favorite season. <laughs> this all literally happened because Lucy Lawless got pregnant with her, I want to say her second kid. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she had a kid before Xena, but either way, she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. They had to write her pregnancy into this, and thus Xena has Virgin Mary baby. moment. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Surprise! Which actually leads to, like, my favorite bit, which is when they are confronted by Ares and he discovers she's pregnant for mm-hmm. the first time. He's like, well, what the f*** happened? What, what did I miss? Who? 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 To who she only says, Gabrielle, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes! From that moment on, trans femme Gabby headcanon all the way. But yeah, Xena Got knocked is... up by Gabby. Yes. Xena is... Pregnant throughout this season. Pregnant. And it goes very fast. Pregnant. Because after the whole thing with Alti trying to possess her, and thus we are then uh, really enmeshed with a different Amazonian tribe, it's like, everything's just wild. Everything (laughs) happens so much, especially like around this arc. It's just a madhouse. What is going on? This is all then followed by an episode that, like, I don't know if I would say it is now my, like, top favorite, but it's at least in the top three. Aww. Which Which is Little Problems, another Aphrodite episode, and also an episode that I can't watch without crying, because it's, listen, okay, because I got into Xena as a child. I was introduced to it in, like, late elementary school, early middle school. I've gone on about how, like, I became obsessed. It changed the course of my life, so on and so forth. (laughs) Yes, you Um, have. And I never watched this episode growing up because I would jump around. If I did, I don't know if it would hit me quite the way that it does as an adult because this episode 
with the context of an adult made me realize how much this show respected their child audience. Because the basic premise of this episode is that Gabby and Xena go to Aphrodite's temple. And in Aphrodite's temple, there is a hospital. There's a little girl there who's not getting better after an accident. After poor wording on Xena's part, Aphrodite puts her in the little girl's body. So pregnant Xena's body is like unconscious. Yeah. Um, She goes spirit realm. Yeah. And so Gabby and Aphrodite have to take care of her body and also find a way to get her back into her body by sundown or she's trapped in this little girl's body. Here's the thing. She's not the only one in there. The little girl's there too. Yeah, she's still there. And they switch like places. Here's the thing. This episode is like accidentally pretty good dissociative identity disorder representation. Like, from what I would know when it comes to doing good DID rep, it's not a hundred percent, but if you're talking like an allegorical You're not gonna find good a hundred percent representation on anything, but this is Yeah. This is this is sort of like (laughs) instead of accidental autism good, (laughs) accidental DID good. Like this little girl, first of all, the episode reveals that the reason she was in the hospital and sick is because she fell into the water while fishing. Her mother jumped in after her. Her mother died. And she is suppressing that trauma. And it is Xena who is trying to help her, like, process it and repair her relationship with her father, who she thinks blames her mm-hmm. for her mother's death. And who thinks she blames him. Oh, my God. Yeah. And in the end... Most of the ass-kicking in this episode is done by that little girl. Who is a phenomenal actor, by the way. Oh my, oh my god. god! For a 90s it's like she actor? Was, it's like she was actually possessed yes. by Lucy Lawless. Because here's the thing, we talk about how, like, you know, oh, they give their actors a chance to act, they do this, they do that. What did they do to, like, get such a good child actor? That little girl just wanted to kick some ass, and she did a great job. Oh my job. god! This episode seems like it was so much fun to record. Like, that is the vibe it's giving off. This kid seems like she's having the time of her life. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. (laughs) And, of course, it ends like any good Xena episode would. Things are back to right. This little girl has learned more. Her father has learned more. They've repaired their relationship and are openly discussing her mother and the tragedy that happened. And it will always get me that this little girl is just like, please don't, like, when am I going to see you again? Please don't go. Like, you're my best friend. When am I going to see you again? And Zena, like, kneels down and is talking to her and tells her, don't worry. You'll see me again every time you look in the mirror. Oh, my God. This feels like them sort of, like, tipping their hat to all the kids (laughs) Who were probably watching it as it aired. Mm-hmm. And was just like, we get it. You're you Zena can be Xena. You can do this Anyone too. can be Xena. Xena's in there. Also, this is the season where, like, this episode made me realize, like, the step up in the budget and production value. Because the costumes have gone from what we've enjoyed as, like, can't be delightful, but yeah. still pretty, like, costume. Like, mm-hmm. costume store. Costume, costume. Now it's, like... Oh, shit. That's, like, historical. Yeah. That's, like... It's actually good. That's not from Party City. hmm That's, like, properly historical. hmm Along with the set, because the set in Little Problems, they're in, like, this dude's stronghold, 
And sure, they may have only had three set pieces and were just good at positioning the camera to make it look like a bigger set. Yeah. But that doesn't change that they, like... It was still a way, big set. Either impressive as hell, character... Or character work. Camera work. Yes. Camera work. My, my brain's not working. <laughs> Between the two of us, we have one functioning brain cell. We do. I'm just gonna, like, drop my commentary about the budget so you guys will see it when you see it. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. It good. Oh my god, it's so good. And the effects have gotten better, too. Oh, yeah. That then leads to Seeds of Faith. And this was an episode where, like, we kept having to, like, pause and go back because we would get distracted and then something would happen and we realized, oh, sh- They're, like, on their A-game right now. Yeah. Between gorgeous sets, mm-hmm. gorgeous locations, mm-hmm. gorgeous costuming, we get the return of Angel Kalisto, mm-hmm. and she's in a new costume that's, like, just breathtaking. Oh, yeah. She looks good in all of her costumes, but this one was the best, I think. Yeah. And here's where we get several big revelations. First of all, the fate of Eli, the fate of the gods, and the fate of Zima's child. The fate of Eli along with all of these fates, are intrinsically tied to each other. And everyone is acting their asses off. They are. They... No punches were pulled here. Mm-mm. Everyone's amazing. Like, there's this specific scene that, like, when I'm thinking of, like, how amazing this is, I think of the scene between Eli and Callisto As mm-hmm. he's, like, praying for guidance, he needs, like... He needs to know, is this what I'm supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And Callisto comes and is like, yes. This is the way. This is all that can You're happen. on the right path. Keep going. Yeah. And in the end, despite all interference from Xena and Gabby to try and stop this prophecy from coming, Eli is murdered. And thus By martyred Ares. for his ca- cause. By Ares. Yes. Ares kills Eli. Because the followers of Eli will bring in the end of the Greek gods. <laughs> It's very Jesus allegory. <laughs> it really is. There's a lot of Jesus, Jesus allegories yeah. here, but this one is... This then also gives us the big reveal of who the baby daddy is. Which, that's the thing is, there really isn't one. You would think from everything leading up of, oh, it's going to be the rebirth of Eli. No. This episode ends with Xena and Callisto finally talking like, Woman to woman. Without any demon stuff going on between them. And Callisto revealing that her rebirth, her reincarnation, has finally been ordained. And she is to be Xena's daughter. And they both say, Callisto says, I want to do this to give you back everything I took from you and Gabrielle. To which Xena says, I would have no greater honor than to give you the love I took away. Oh my god. And Callisto is absorbed into the body of her daughter, which here's the thing. There is a scene when they're with the Amazons, previously with Alti, in which what, like, the queen of the Amazons tells Xena that there is a legend that when the child is, like, ready and picked to be born, they will send their mother a white dove as a thank you. And the episode ends with Callisto sending Xena a white dove when she saves her from Alti. 
and she confirms it was her in the seeds of what oh he like. She confirms that yes, it was her who sent the dove, and her who was always meant to be her child. Oh my god! That they were always meant to like love each other and give each other back what they took. Oh my god! And that's when I also realized, like, holy shit, this is the most like abolitionist storyline I have seen in like a show, let alone a mainstream '90s show. Yeah. Like, this whole storyline, Xena has, like, almost totally refused to, like, punish Kalisto for what that she's done. She has always said, no, you can do better. You can be better. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Except for the one time where she doesn't. And she lets her die. And it haunts her until they're able to heal and forgive each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> this entire... Kalisto's entire storyline goes... So incredibly hard. Oh my it's god. It's like gut punch. It really is. Gut punch. And it doesn't stop. The ride never ends. This then leads us to the clip show, which this kind of jump scared me. <laughs> clip because, show jump scare. Because here's the thing. We're going to talk about the unproduced Xena script that you can read online during the wrap up. Yeah. But, uh, I got jump scared because the opening of this clip show episode kept, like, beat for beat following the opening. It literally wasn't until the moment they showed Xena that I realized they weren't doing the Sappho episode, the unproduced Sappho (laughs) episode, because Gabby is trying to, like, get her groove back with her stories and her bard work and all that. Because she hasn't been writing. She's been fighting. Yeah. She's she's taking on more of the uh, martial abilities of the bard class. She's taking on more of the person who knocked up Xena and is being dad mode yeah. as opposed to the OG Gabby. Yeah. She's being a good... Uh, She's being a good wife. She's taking care of her pregnant wife. She's uh, trying to, like, have a little bit of time for herself. But it's just not working out. (laughs) And She's shifting into wife mode. Yeah. And so Aphrodite comes and she helps her out. They have a slumber party. They have a full-on slumber party. And they're, like, besties now. It's so sweet. And she tells her the story of having to deal with a river god who shrunk her and Argo as she and Doxer have a bet with Xena about if she can or cannot control her mood swings. Because she's pregnant and Xena is very testy. Ooh, she is going through it. Xena is going through it. The hormones are through the roof and she is insane about it and honestly it's very cute this whole mm-hmm. episode is just cute and fun also and i love argo so much I know, mini argo little baby argo they switched her with a pony they ponified <laughs> argo exactly 38 inches tall teeny tiny <laughs> they're so sweet mm-hmm. like this is it's just a clip show episode it's another example of Clip shows don't have to be boring. Just put some f***ing effort in. Yeah, they make... What's his name? L- um, The guy who shrunk Argo. Oh, yeah, the river god. Um, yeah, um, I know it's, like, something related to tears, like, Lacrimose. That's probably it. Yeah, it I'm... might be Lacrimose. Eventually, 
Like, the entire thing is, like, he shrinks Argo and he won't make her big unless they can get him to laugh. Mm -hmm. That's Gabby's task. So she's telling him stories and all this shit. And that is where the clip show comes in. Mm -hmm. It's her telling uh, Lacrimosa stories to try to get him to laugh. Yep. And then, of course, Joxer shows up to help and he does a terrible job. Oh, my God. And... (laughs) He doesn't even make him laugh. He just shares his uh, life story, and it is so it, miserable. It just makes Lacrimos cry even more. It just makes him so feel so much more miserable. And he's just like, oh, tell me more about how much you suck, Joxer. Please tell me about your brothers. Oh, please. Please, <coughs> it's so miserable, you poor little wet man. You poor little meow meow. And eventually, they... Make Lacrimos laugh yeah. by having a f-ing pie fight. Oh, they have a pie war, mm-hmm. and he gets pied in the face. He gets pied in the face, and that makes him laugh. And then so he good. he unponifies Argo. He unshrinks Gabby because he shrunk Gabby at yeah. some point. Because fuck you, Gabby. <laughs> Literally, just because he felt like it. Yep. And you know what happens after this? Eve is born. We get to see Zeus and Hera. We suddenly go from seeing, like, almost no one to seeing the Zeus and the Hera. Because the birth of Eve, not just the martyrdom of Eli, but the birth of Eve means the twilight of the gods. Now, of course, they're gonna try and stop it. Mm -hmm. Only problem is, Xena came... (laughs) Xena's a spinoff of Hercules, so what Zeus's son gets involved to try and protect Xena and her baby. Mm-hmm. Zeus f***ing dies. He is murdered by his own son. Zeus f***ing dies. And this is also happening as, I forget why they have to go into Hades, the underworld, but they They do. were looking for the helmet yes. to go invisible to hide from the gods. Yeah, to hide Eve and keep her safe. Mm-hmm. Thing is, while they're there, she discovers Solon in Tartarus. Mm-hmm. He didn't choose to go to the Elysian Fields as he was supposed to. Because he wanted to keep her memory. He wouldn't remember her if he mm-hmm. went to the fields. So Not necessarily he- that he wouldn't remember her. It's that living in the Elysian Fields, every day they wake up thinking that their family is just about to come home. Mm -hmm. It's meant to be an eternal paradise, but to Solon, the idea of not being able to see his mother Mm -hmm. is the truest torture he could go through. Yeah. Of course, Xena makes him go. Like, she's able to, like, convince him to go, but this is also eating away at their time, because if she goes into labor and gives birth in the underworld, Eve is going to be stillborn. Mm -hmm. And in the end, she gives Solon the helmet so that he can sneak into the Elysian fields Mm -hmm. and be happy. And she does go into labor. Solon is the one who gives her the idea for Eve's name. He got to name his baby sister. And now, all this is also happening... As Ares is getting weird. <laughs> Ares is getting very weird. I really wish that they would just remember that they heavily implied that he was Xena's father because every they they just forgot about that part and every single time they're in the same place, they just keep trying to get Ares and Xena to f- Yes. It's gross. 
Gross! Stop! Ew! Because after after Eve is born, they go to Amphipolis. Of course. Of course. She gets to meet Grandma. Everything's great. It's awesome. Um, here's the thing. Athena's trying to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so Amphipolis is under siege. I'm pretty sure that's literally what the episode is called. Yeah. And Ares comes with proposal. If Cena goes with him and has his baby, he's going to protect her and Eve from the other gods. <laughs> of course, her and Gabby end up coming up with a plan that involves distracting Ares, thinking that Cena had given in, which results in her being walked in on by her mother. Oh, I... This... Ends with um, a part of the show that, like, I never processed as a child because I had seen this episode as a kid. Oh, no. And here's the thing. Athena has a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she has a girlfriend and she's murdered at the end of the episode. She does get murdered at the end of the episode. In a show of force to get her to relent on her quest to murder Eve. And it is... Oh my god. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so heartbreaking. This then leads into what is quite possibly my all-time favorite episode of Cena, which is Married with Fish Sticks. Oh my god. <laughs> now you get why I find it so funny that I will watch this and the episode where Gabby goes to hell on a loop. <laughs> like, these two episodes, just over and over and over again. All day. Yeah. Every day. Because the episode opens. Gabby is struggling to comfort Eve. Dina is like, no, you're a natural. This is great. So Gabby takes Doxer into town so they can go get baby food because he gets Eve baby back ribs. <laughs> and there they discover Discord and Aphrodite fighting over a pirate. The girls are fighting also. I love the actor that they picked for Discord because she looks a lot like my childhood best friend. Oh my god, she does. She really does. I didn't even realize that. And, like, especially because, like, when she was in, like, high school, she went through an emo phase and had all the black makeup and stuff. She looks so much like Discord. And I just see her and I'm just like, "Mm, what a cute little... Mm -hmm. Of course, as they are fighting, Gabby gets caught in crossfire. Yep. She gets knocked out and knocked into the ocean. But she then eventually wakes up in a cove. And oh my god, there's this really familiar guy there claiming to be her husband. He looks an awful lot like Joxer. Yeah, kind of weird, huh? And then, oh my god, she doesn't have legs. She has a mermaid tail. Mermaid episode. And oh my god, what do you mean we're married? What do you mean, kids? Who are those weird seal urchin human squid hybrids over there your children (laughs) i'm pretty sure the wig they put her in is just like an unstyled aphrodite yeah and all the wigs in this episode look so bad compared to usual yeah but i love it (laughs) well the entire episode looks cheesy and tacky so Mm. it's like the wigs are just another part of that the 60s revival is strong yeah so strong also like a lot like you pointed out like a lipstick color that they put gabby in yes look terrible on gabby but like with the rest of the episode like it was cheesy 
tacky, bad wigs. So kitschy. Ugly lipstick colors, but it all fit together mm-hmm. so good to make this perfect. Yeah. It just has a certain je ne sais quoi yeah. of, like, I can smell the, like, cheap fragrance in the mm-hmm. lipstick that mm-hmm. they used. Yep. Yep. That whole episode smells like yeah. that. Because slightly sticky yeah. because it's cheap quality lipstick. Yeah. We find out that the reason this is all happening and that Hagar, her husband, who looks just like Joxer, who's working with Crabella and... Oh, what was the other ones? It was Crabella, who was played by the woman who plays Aphrodite. And... Who was Discord? What was her name? Urch something. Urch... No, that was one of the kids. Urchin's one of the kids. Yeah. Crabella and... I can't... It's gonna bother it was me now. another fish pond. Yeah, they're all pretty much... Because Gabby is also called Crustacea. Yeah. That's the woman who left Hagar and mm. is, like, a spitting image for Gabby. Was it, like, a squid <sighs> pun or something? I don't remember. I don't think so, because one of the kids is a yeah, squid. Yeah, one of the kids is a squid. The baby. Are you a squid or a kid? But either way, this whole storyline goes on and on and on with her, you know, trying to take care of the kids, trying to straighten out Hagar because he's a horrible husband. Mm -hmm. And then leads to the reveal that Hagar has done all this because Crustacea left him because he was a horrible husband and made her do everything. And he is using Gabby to try and win the next city council election because they want the perfect fit. They are so, like, family image oriented. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't even matter that this isn't actually his wife. It doesn't matter that she they're unhappy. She just looks like her. So who gives a shit, yeah. right? It doesn't matter that he's actually horrible at being a husband and father. All that matters is that it looks right. But eventually Gabby does teach him how to be an okay husband. And as they are about to go down the aisle to renew their vows, as Hagar says, but truly just him and Gabby getting married, Crabella and What's-Her-Face have switched out the potion that they've been giving her to keep her mind wiped. So Mm -hmm. she starts getting flashes of her life in Greece Mm -hmm. with Xena. And as she gets her memory back, she stops the wedding. Of course, this leads to the girls being like, okay, well, there's still a wedding ready. And just because you're not going to marry her doesn't mean you don't have to, like, give up on marriage altogether. Why not one of us? And then the girls start fighting. Oh, my God. Like. Jerry Springer. It's a Jerry Springer fight. This is like a Jerry Springer fight. Maury, you are not the father kind of fight. This is like Jerry Springer meets, uh, like, backyard wrestling meets Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. Gabby actually flips the bird yeah (laughs) which honestly the sensor bar in that bit is one of my favorite jokes we also see crabella's wig slipping off which here's the funny thing is she's not wearing like the aphrodite wig which is like a nice blonde it's like a pure white she's wearing the crabella wig yeah it is a pure white knockoff marie antoinette thing and she's naturally a brunette. Ed. It's like end of convention. It, end of convention. <laughs> Somebody tugged on your hair in a photo Ooh. shoot and you never fixed it mm-hmm. kind of look. Yeah. It's like too tired to bother. Yeah. <laughs> Except they're fighting and there's cake everywhere. The girls are fighting and it is delightful. Which of course ends with them just getting taken away. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And it's sweet, because uh, Hagar, in the end, 
first of all, he can't pronounce Gabrielle's name. He keeps calling her Gerbil. <laughs> um, <laughs> it ends with him promising her that he's going to find the crustacea and he's going to make it up to her. Mm-hmm. Damn his career. <laughs> he just wants to be a good husband to her. Mm-hmm. Which then, of course, leads to the fact that he doesn't take the ring back. Like, she tries to give him the, like, engagement ring back. He tells her to keep it. When she wakes up on the docks and, you know, Joxer's giving her mouth to mouth, she's still wearing the ring. Yeah. I think that'll actually happen. I never noticed that as a kid. Yeah. I took the entire thing as like, okay, it's all a dream because, of course, it's all a dream. No, that actually No, the ring is still there. Like, she actually... Uh, she actually just watched a couple mermaids beat the shit out of each other over a wedding cake. Oh my cake. god. This episode, like, irreversibly changed me as a person. I can tell. Because, like, it already spoke to my aesthetic preferences and the fact that, like, I have always been obsessed with mermaids since, mm-hmm. like, I was born. You've been the mermaid kid. Yeah. I've been the mermaid kid my whole life. So after this, Eve starts to grow up. Here's the thing. They used, like, an assortment of babies that through this. They always were, like, the same age, though. Like, from the moment she's born to the, like, moment where she, like, actually grows up, that's, like... They just carry the baby yeah. differently, but it's, like, the same size of baby. And also wearing the same yes. really ugly fabric. Yeah. Oh, my exact God. Exact same outfit. Hideous. Exact same age. Exact ugly. same pudge. Ugly, the- ugly, 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 yeah. ugly outfit. It, yeah. I hate that fabric. Because when, like, Eve is, like, a baby baby, they're, like, carrying her the way you would. She's always wrapped up. You know, she's always in their arms and all that. Then she reaches a point and they start to, like, take her hat off more to show that she's got a full head of hair now. They're carrying her on her hip. So Mm -hmm. on and so forth. That baby's been able to hold her head up the whole time. That baby's been able to sit on their own the whole time. Yeah. That's just, like, the same baby. Yeah. Which leads to them deciding, you know what, we're gonna go back to those Amazons, and they discover they are at war. The Amazon they had been traveling with is dead, after she decided to stay with them. Yeah, this is where we find out that she died. They also start to realize that this Amazonian tribe has a lot more baggage than the other ones. Along with this, um, their queen is dead. And she is trying to talk to Xena the entire time to tell her the truth of not only, like, the origin of the Amazons, but also the truth of why their specific Amazonian tribe is trapped in this cycle. And we get the flashback of Selma Blair playing a 90s college student who gets ripped into the past by an Amazonian magical ritual because she is the fated savior. (laughs) Yeah, we get an original character self-insert for this episode. Which, like, here's the thing. This episode's actually quite delightful. It really is a good episode. Because this is the kind of episode where, like, there's so many issues with it. It's every criticism you've heard of, like, fictional fantasy so on and so forth. Pretty much most discourse I hear about Outlander can be applied to this. Um, minus all the assault. <laughs> because, well, kind of. Because here's the thing. Carl Urban returns. <laughs> He's back, baby. Not Cupid. Not Caesar. His own new thing. <laughs> 
He's apt. Yeah. He's just his own other guy. He's like the son of the leader of a cannibalistic tribe that they're fighting against mm-hmm. and losing against. And he and Selma Blair's character fall in love. And when they do, their love ends up changing their tribes completely. And they're able to stop the war temporarily, except for the fact that one of the Amazons, that Selma Blair, is, uh, well, I think her character's name is Cyan. Yeah. We just get this whole storyline of them finding out, you know, the baggage between these two groups and how this history was purposefully obfuscated by a very embittered member who did not agree with Cyan's stuff. She didn't agree that they should just give up on this because that other group murdered her family. And it's always stuck with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this then does, in fact, lead to change within the groups after Xena reveals it to everyone and reveals that they can be better. They can leave all of this pain and bloodshed behind. Mm-hmm. This then leads to a second Amazon episode before they leave where we are getting true wife time Gabby and Xena because Gabby they go domestic yeah fully Gabby kind of wants to settle down she kind of wants to take her role as Amazon queen seriously Mm -hmm. and in that Xena's having trouble like acclimating to being domestic especially Mm -hmm. as there's an Amazon who thinks that she's gonna replace Gabby it's weird she keeps trying so hard (laughs) and this all then leads to Joxer being put on trial. Because he was being the creepy creeper. Because the episode starts with him peeping on the Amazons bathing. Joxer moment. This then leads to one of the Amazons who uh, wants a baby this goes to try exact- and hook up with him. Yeah, this goes exactly as you would expect. Then they're both on trial. They're not able to use any loopholes because the first time for the peeping... Gabby was able to use loopholes to try mm-hmm. and get him off scot-free, but then he was caught fraternizing with a young Amazon, and uh, then he is up for death, and the Amazon is to be banished. And there is a wrestling match. I kind of miss when wrestling was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, remember that one time when we... What convention was it at? Oh, that was yeah. for Geek Girl. Geek yes! Girl oh we were all God! just chilling in the hotel room oh, together. Yes, watching the divas. Watching... It oh was my god, yeah. Amazing. It, yeah, because we like got to the hotel just in time for Friday Night SmackDown, which mm-hmm. I used to grow up watching. Like, I watched that with my great grandpa and my cousin. Like, that was our shit. And it's it's all the new divas, which are so different than the divas I grew up with. This was the first time we ever saw Rhea Ripley. Oh my who god. I have seen a lot of on TikTok. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't tell you how gay that I hotel want... room was. Oh my god, that hotel room. <laughs> there was so much homosexuality going on in that hotel room. I just... I, I... I would let both of those women crush my skull between their thighs like a watermelon. Because I don't remember the name of the other wrestler, but I've been seeing her a lot on TikTok too. The really pretty f- black femme. Anyways, I mean, I there miss, was a wrestling yeah, moment where Xena Z- and Jocks are, are wrestling, and it's yes. really funny because they are both hamming it up yeah. so much. Yeah. They are doing the performative mm-hmm. crowd hyping up yes. thing that actual wrestling does. It is so funny. Yeah, because they're the, just 
They are having so much mm-hmm. fun together doing that. Yeah, because the loophole they figured out is that um, for punishment of what was happening, Joxer has to battle um, Gabby. He has to battle the queen, which is Gabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she can choose a champion in her honor, and she chooses Xena. So mm-hmm. what does Xena do? She puts the pinch on Joxer. She- Not only does she put the pinch on him, she does multiple other things to make him technically dead Mm -hmm. for as long as that he can be without permanent damage yeah she momentarily kills him a little bit and thus technically fulfilling everything Mm -hmm. which then leads to everyone being like hey none of this was okay well none of the rules are okay either and they change them they change the rules to make them better so they don't exile a amazon for for smooching a guy yeah Cause that's why she was being exiled, cause she yeah, kissed a man. That's literally it. And she was not, just well, not that she yeah. kissed a man. That she kissed a man outside of mating season. That yeah, was weird. That was that weird. was so weird. Yeah, that I for, I completely forgot about that. But like, yeah, yeah we were just like uh, mating season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? But yeah, no, she kissed a man outside of mating season, and then she was just like. Okay, but, like, maybe I want to kiss a man. Yeah. I shouldn't get banished for that. And they were like, yeah, okay, that's reasonable. Plus, this is, like, an 18-year-old girl (laughs) who wants to have a baby right now, and I'm just left sitting there like, oh, my, oh, my God, you are like a baby. Why is this so important to you in this very moment? Baby fever. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that is damn it. The baby fever in that village was so strong the minute Eve set foot. (laughs) Well, did you see the baby they were using? Oh my god, they got the cutest baby actors. They got the fattest, cutest baby I've ever seen. Watch the baby in these two Amazon episodes because this kid is hammered up as much as everyone else's. There's a specific scene where, like, Xena and Gabby are sitting on the front porch and this baby is just messing with Gabby's weapons Mm -hmm. that's, like, leaning against her knee, is, like, fussing with it, accidentally knocks it over, and just looks up with one of those baby smiles. Just like, yeah, I did that. Like, duh. I did that. (laughs) Oh my god. So f***ing cute. Yeah, like, this this is an active baby. I'm Active I'm baby. glad that my sister has children whose yeah. faces I can squish. Yeah. Lucky. <laughs> it's great. Now, all this fun and games is going on, but the thing is, throughout this whole thing, they're still running from the gods. Yeah, they're running from the gods. <laughs> They've spent a lot of time outside of Greece, specifically because they're trying to keep Eve safe. Mm-hmm. And there is a point where they can't anymore. So they have to hatch a plan. Mm-hmm. This plan starts with kidnapping Celestia, the sister of Hades. And the sister of Hades, Mm -hmm. we've seen this before. Her candle is going to burn out if she's not holding it. Mm -hmm. And this leads them to getting her tears. As this is going on then, they reach a point where they're cornered by everyone. We've got, uh, I think his name is Demise, the... Matthew Lillard looking guy. Yeah, that guy just, yeah. we were never introduced to him. He just showed he just, up. Here's the thing. The reason he is there um, is because Cupid was supposed to be in this episode, but Carl Urban was busy working on Lord <laughs> of the Rings. <laughs> so they had to get a different guy. Yeah. So they bring in, I believe it's Demise, who is very Matthew Lillard-esque in this role. <laughs> and there's, of course, Athena. We've, we've got all the gods pretty much. Everyone's there because they need Eve 
gone. If Eve is there, she's going to inspire the followers that, of Eli to stand up to the gods and not mm-hmm. need them anymore. Except it's kind of already happening. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of done with the gods. <laughs> they don't want to live in fear of them anymore. Mm-hmm. And this leads to them eventually being cornered on a cliffside. Mm-hmm. Well, what we see at first is it catches fire and they go off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And Xena is the only survivor. Gabrielle is dead and Eve is dead. To which then all the gods are watching as Ares goes down and tells her, no, just come with me. Just come with me. She says, you. My daughter is dead. My wife is dead. I never want to see you again. And drinks poison. Kills herself. And dies in his arms. Of course, eventually, Joxer tries to catch up with them Mm because he's witnessed this whole thing. Because here's... I forgot to mention. This this whole episode... (laughs) This is going on. This is a flashback from old Joxer. Old Joxer is reading Gabrielle's telling of this whole event. To to his his children. children. But the scroll ended at the point where Gabrielle is dead. But the kid's just like, what happened next? And Joxer's just like, I was there. I can tell you. Yeah. He witnessed this all happen. He ran onto that beach under the cliff and is eventually met by, I want to say Octavius. I don't remember. I think it was Octavius. Yeah. yeah. But the Romans are there. Um, the non-Caesar supporting Romans yeah. who like Cena. Mm-hmm. And they have Eve. Eve's not dead. Eve's fine. Gabby didn't die. Gabby... Well, they were in the cart on fire, drank the tears of Celestia. And when she drank the tears of Celestia... Celesta? Celesta. Looks like she succumbed. Dear Princess Celestia. (laughs) Please kill me. No. (laughs) Um, And so it looks like she succumbs to the fire. Yeah, they drink the tears of Celesta to make it look to the gods like they're dead. Because that's the only way to fake your death to a god. And it turns out that their whole plan worked and they were able to hide Eve with the Romans. And Joxer knows all of this. But you know what he also knows? Ares took the bodies. Ares took Gabby and Xena's bodies and locks them in a frozen tomb in a mountain glacier. Mm-hmm. And then 25 years later, they wake up. 25 years later, global warming is happening, so it thaws out the glacier enough that they can get some sunlight in their tomb when they're waking up. Yep. And this leads to them going about the world and discovering... The world is burning, children. Oh my god. Global warming. Oh my god. (laughs) Global warming freed Xena. Discovering that Xena is a legend now, and that Eve... Well, they don't find Eve for a while. First... They go to Rome, and we meet Livia, who is the champion of Rome. Kills everyone. Yeah, she is ruthless. Also, the actor who plays Livia, I thought it was the same actor Mm -hmm. who played Callisto. Yeah, she- It's not, but they look exactly the same. They do look a lot alike. They got the same kind of girl Mm -hmm. to play Livia. Yeah. As they did to play- Yeah. She's also- Callisto. Yeah, she's also not just- the champion of Rome, but she's the lover of Ares. And here's the reveal throughout all this. 
because she is also, um... We get introduced to yeah. her, and, like, she's, yeah. like, doing a thing. She's, yeah. like, sparring or, yeah. like, murdering somebody. And Aries is there. They have sloppy makeouts. It's really it's gross. It's horrible. And then we also find out, as Xena finally goes to find an older Octavius, that he is also intending on marrying Livia. Here's what we also know about Livia when they talk. Livia is Eve. <laughs> who was entrusted to him <laughs> as a baby. <laughs> and he then sent away to be raised by others. <laughs> and she was raised to be the ruthless champion of Rome that she is now. <sighs> she has fully succumbed to the darkness that plagued uh, her mother's she got before. groomed by every man in yep. her f***ing life. Yeah. <laughs> In this, um, we do eventually see Old Man Joxer, too. Old Man Joxer. Who ended up uh, marrying Meg, and they opened Joxer's, uh, was it Jax- Joxer's Tavern? Something like that? And Something it's, like that. it's, it's... <laughs> I love Old Man Joxer. <laughs> he, he basically opens up the Hard Rock Cafe. He but does. But for Xena. <laughs> but for Xena. Like, they have mannequins, they've got replicas they've got everything yeah and it's delightful chakrams all over the place and it's delightful as they walk in i love joxer so much he's the best also (laughs) it it's really funny how joxer gets laid but like he's such an insult character he really is yeah he has multiple children he has like at least three kids yeah and one of which is virgil yes virgil Uh, is a baby bard yeah Virgil is sweet. He's a baby bard who's obsessed with the stories mm-hmm. from Gabby, but also really good at fighting. Yeah. He's just, well, he's, yeah. just he's just really good at everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's also, like, he's got his own issues. He's got his own issues. That he has to deal with, especially yeah. when they get into battle. Like, after Xena finds out that Eve is Livia. Uh-huh. She's been trying to convince Livia that, you know, she's her mom. Like, she doesn't have to be evil and f***ed up, and she can be better, because Xena did. And Livia is just like, my mother is Rome, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly what she yeah. says. My mother is Rome, I have no mother. And she's like, no, f*** you. She, th- this is also why I thought she was being played by the actor who played mm-hmm. Callisto because she's playing Livia like Callisto. Yeah. Original Callisto. Yeah. Like, this whole time, Livia is like, no, f*** you. And also, Zuna does this thing to, like, snap her out of her infatuation with both, well, her infatuation with Ares. She gets Livia mad at Ares mm-hmm. by making out with Ares and having Livia see that. But yeah. she also gets Octavius mm-hmm. to realize that Livia is using him for power mm-hmm. by marrying him, by having him witness that yes. thing too. Yes. It was it was a ta- it was And it <clears throat> only gets more intense as uh, she begins to retaliate and murders Joxer. She fing kills Joxer. She murdered Joxer. Dead, and I don't think they're going to be bringing him back. They've un- they've ki- they've unkilled a lot of killed people in this show, but I don't think Jocks is going to be coming back. We do get to see a shade of him because in the finale, 
The Furies are going after Gabrielle to convince her to murder Eve now that she has been rediscovered by the gods. Oh yeah, there was a, um, was it Callisto or Eli who projected- Eli. It was Eli who, like, yeah. as Livia is going to kill Xena, or mm-hmm. Xena's going to kill Livia, one of the yeah. two is going to happen. He just- the spirit of Eli beams all of the memories into Livia's brain of being Eve and being mm-hmm. raised by Xena, being the reincarnation of Callisto, and all that. It all just gets beamed into her brain, and then she goes, oh my god, what have I done? And then just runs off into the desert to go scream at the sand for, for forever. Yeah. She- Until... <laughs> An army shows up to kill her because she's been on a murderous rampage yeah. this whole time. And then Xena and Gabby and Eve are running mm-hmm. from all of this. Yes. That then, of course, leads to eventually Eve accepting uh, the teachings of Eli and is actually baptized. Actually baptized. Like, actually baptized. Time. Yeah. She gets um, baptized for real, and then like, people show up to try yeah. to kill her Because, like, the Amazon thing, that was very much like a, we don't know what else to get the point across uh, to people yeah. nowadays. So this was, we'll like, full-on, like, baptism. Actual. In the river. <laughs> actual in the river baptism. Um, the only thing they were yeah. missing was a crucifix somewhere involved. Actually, was there? No, we already saw that happen. That was the well, end of the yeah, <laughs> but, like... The only thing that would have yeah. made it more like literal baptism would be like if it was having a f***ing church. Yeah. And this then, of course, leads to Xena going god of war. Yeah. She just starts killing gods. Yeah. Because most of the gods die by her hand yeah. in these next several episodes. She murders Discord. I'm pretty sure she murders Athena. Yeah. She just goes on a rampage because they are all coming for Eve and Mm -hmm. in the end she gets to a point where she is going to have to choose between Gabby or Eve and she can't Mm -hmm. so she goes to try and confront Athena to make her stop Mm -hmm. and that is then when of course that happens but also Ares is in on her side. Mm-hmm. Ares is also trying to convince his sister. And also Aphrodite has been helping yes. them too because she likes Gabby. Yeah. Aphrodite has come to like the end of her story arc. First of all, costume change. She's in black this episode mm-hmm. because her siblings will not let her sit this out. She keeps telling them, I don't want this. They're my friends. I like them. And they tell her, shut the f*** up and sit down. What do you know? Mm-hmm. To which, of course, she gives aid to Xena and Gabrielle after, not just because of that, but because she cares about them. She cares mm-hmm. about her little one. Yeah. She, she likes Gabby. Gabby is her friend. Yeah. And she has done such a, like, 180. Mm-hmm. And so she helps to protect Eve and Gabby as Xena is going through with her plan. This ends with, as the conflict is going on... Um, Eli? Didn't Eli give her the power to kill the gods? I think it was Eli. I don't yeah. remember if it was Eli she or has, Aphrodite. She has the power to kill yes. the gods. And she has, like I said, Discord, Demise, uh, Athena, like, all of these gods are dying by her hand. She hasn't killed Poseidon Athena even yet. returns. Okay, yeah, not yet. Um, we even get, like, 
a revisit she, of Poseidon. He she hasn't killed him yet. Which it's really funny that we only see Poseidon like twice, twice, even though he's in the intro and he's the only god that is entirely CGI. Yeah, we only see him like twice, and yeah. even when we do see him, he's like a nobody. Yeah, it's just like a oh it's, hey goodbye. It's really weird. It's so funny, but in the end, as this is going on, and Gabby and Eve are in peril. As Xena is trying to save them and save everything else. Oh, yeah. Gabby is in peril because Xena... Oh, yeah. ...obliterated the back of her skull with her chakram as she was going to stab Eve because right. the Furies were making her insane and making Forgot her that. kill her. Because they showed her the shade of Joxer, a young Joxer again. The Joxer she remembers so fondly telling her to murder Eve. Yeah. And it's, like, played as this, like, goofy, oh, he's coming, he's visiting from the other side, oh, he's being goofy joxer. And then it gets dead serious it's as like, he tells her kill to her. avenge her. Kill her. Avenge me. Kill Eve. You have to kill Eve. She killed me. She took my life. Mm -hmm. Kill her. Kill her, Gabby. Kill her. Oh kill my her. God. Fucking kill her, Gabby. And this is happening as the <laughs> Furies are whispering in her ears so that, yeah. too, and she almost does. Xena gets there as she is about to plunge the dagger into Eve. She does stab oh Eve, but she doesn't kill her. She is, like, bleeding out. Xena hits Gabby in the back of the head with the chakram, puts her in critical condition. There is so much going on. Everyone's uh, dying. Aphrodite is looking after Rhett, Eve, and Gabby as they're both bleeding out uh, yeah. in the Athena's uh, temple. They're battling. And in the end, Ares gives up his godhood in a last-ditch attempt to heal them. And it works. And they guarantee the twilight of the Greek gods. Also, doesn't he give up his god power to give Xena back the ability to kill the gods? Because at one so. point she loses it. I believe so. As she is fighting Athena, mm -hmm. she stabs Athena. She she, sta yeah, she, she stabs her. She nothing. stabs Athena, nothing happens. And they're fighting. Mm -hmm. And then she stabs her again. Because Athena kind of just lets it happen because she thinks it's not going to work. It does. Uh -huh. She starts bleeding because Ares has given his immortality yeah. to make sure that Xena can kill Athena and that Eve and Gabby are okay. Oh my god. <laughs> In the end, it leaves the three of them. Ares is gone. Um, I think presumed dead in the accident. It is just Xena and Gabrielle. I don't think Ares is... No. How did it... the episode end? Did the temple th crumble? I believe so. Either way, I don't remember, like, the details of it, but I believe it's that, like, the temple has crumbled, Ares is assumed dead, but the three of them all get out, which then leads to them standing on the beach. Eve is trying to process everything, and the fact that <laughs> Her life is so irrevocably changed as, like, now a follower of Eli and having her mother's back. And she is bonding with Xena. Yeah. There was a little moment yeah. earlier. I can't remember where it was. I think it was when they were in the desert mm -hmm. and Eve was just slowly beginning to process things. Yeah. And she was like, I like spiders. And yeah. Xena's just like, I like spiders too. And then here on the beach, we see Eve and Xena playing with a tarantula. Mm -hmm. 
And it's really cute and wholesome. And Eve walks off just trying to think about what they're going to do from here on out. Thinking about things, but also still Mm -hmm. playing with the tarantula. It's very sweet. And Gabby comes up to Xena and asks, so how do you feel having your daughter back? Or something to that effect. To which Xena wraps her arm around Gabby and says, no, our daughter. Our daughter. They are wives. Oh my god. Because here's the thing, I will forever take that first episode of this season as their wedding. Yeah. Like, that That was fully, like, mm-hmm. oh my god. They, <laughs> they just straight up said yeah. at the end of the season, no, she's our daughter. Yeah. It, we oh are raising god. her together now. Oh my god. And she's 25. <laughs> they just straight up skipped the first 25 years yeah. of her villain arc, oh and god. now they're- They just sped run straight mm-hmm. to the redemption arc. Do you have any possible predictions for the final season? I have no f***ing clue what's going to happen next. <laughs> they may or may not bring Joxer back. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do now that all the gods are dead, except- Well, not all of them. Not all of them. Aphrodite is around there somewhere, mm-hmm. probably, but yeah. whether or not she's still a god is questionable, yeah. because we don't know what happened. What about Aphrodite? We don't see her after she runs away. And the rest of the gods, too. There's a lot more left. Hera is still out there. Yeah, we haven't seen Hera. Actually, I think she is. I think, actually, no, I think, if I remember correctly, I actually think Zeus might have killed her. I think Zeus killed her, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zeus killed Hera. She's not out there anymore. She was she was trying to protect her son. Yeah. So Zeus killed her. Mm -hmm. And then they killed Zeus. Yep. Rip to Hera. Oh, God. And we'll get into the rest of that later. Oh my god. <laughs> Next time on You Got to Know. You know, gonna k- set kill and send back to heaven. He's like, oh, you can call me Lucifer. Well. Welp. Hail Satan. I can't even. I can't even remember the plot, like, the sequence of events of this episode. I, I just remember Donnie, I, Mommy, I, Zena. That's it. That's all I remember. I, there, I, She's I, literally just I, seducing him into becoming Satan. She, she tempts him into committing all seven, um, sins, and I feel personally victimized by my For You page for sending me all the edits of that one dance scene between Xena and Gabby. Oh my god. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that scene. Thank you for listening to You Got to Know. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Music by Kevin McLeod.